of TLB Talk Radio, and the title for today's show is Changing the Rules to Destroy Trump. 
Yeah, you heard me right. Let me read that to you again. Changing the rules to destroy Trump. And that is our show for Sunday, February 25th, 2024. And this is episode 104. So, if you do the math, we have been doing this show for two years now. And this has been pretty much since John passed away. And again, for anybody who doesn't know, John's request that I do a show on the network, which I pretty much didn't do for the several years I knew him prior to him passing, um, was something that I did as a result of his asking. And when he passed, I felt this was something I could and should do. And now we're at the two-year mark. Again, changing the rules to destroy Trump. But let's wind our way through our normal opening before we get into this. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you, before we get into it, this does not make me happy. But then most of the shows that I present to my audience, to you, um, doesn't make me happy either. But somebody needs to step up and make you aware of the things that not only myself, but so many other good alternative media individuals will step up to give you. Without these individuals, without that drive, without that conscience of these people, how much would we really know and how much danger would we the people actually be in? TLB Talk Radio <clears throat> is sponsored by TLB Project's newest project, and that is our social media website, tlbtalk.com. Come and join us and say what needs to be said. <clears throat> Excuse me. As usual, before I get started, I'd like to once again say thanks to RBN for the platform, to Sam, the show's producer, who does a great job for me every single week, to Annie at Shake and Wake Radio, who replays this show on her network every Thursday and is a big fan of RBN as well, and for also hosting my newest show, which is Eagle's Eye Report on Annie's network Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Central. It is the significance offered by both of these platforms that helps us to get the Liberty Beacon word out on a regular basis. But <clears throat> I'm going to go into something I do every week, and do I think it's worth it? Yes, I do. So here's <clears throat> about two or three minutes of something that I feel everybody should know, but most of you have heard it, and if you have, it might be a good time to grab a cup of coffee because what Roger's about to talk about is how you donate. We do know that people do donate, and we appreciate that. RBN appreciates that. The Liberty Beacon Project appreciates that. PLB Talk appreciates that. Annie over at Shake and Wake appreciates that. The problem isn't really a problem it's how we set this mechanism up to be the most effective. Take what you normally, here he goes again, take what you normally donate to a platform like RBN over the course of a month, divide it by 12, and the next time you go in to make a donation, if that number was, I don't know, 120 over the course of a year average, divided by 12 is $10, you put $10 in the next time, and you... Click the little button, the little box that says make this a monthly reoccurring donation. You do that because RBN needs a budget in order to expand. They need a budget in order to give you bigger, better, better, faster. They need a budget in order to take care of what they're already committed to take care of. And they depend a lot on us to help them with that. And you are a generous audience. This is great. Again, the way to help them even more is to give them a known 
donation on a regular basis. Nobody's asking you to give more over the course of a year than you usually do. What I'm asking you to do is give it to them in a fashion where they can build a budget. If they know you're going to be giving them $10 every month and a thousand other people do this, they can use that to build a budget to give you bigger, better, better, faster. And this pretty much applies to any other platform that you are donating to on a semi-regular basis. If you wish to help them to help you, make it a monthly reoccurring donation. Again, nobody's asking you to put in more than you usually do over the course of the year, although they are worth it. So if you can, please do. But nobody's asking you to. What we're asking you to do is give it to them in a fashion they can use to build a budget to give you bigger, better, better, faster. So with that said, let us continue. So you've already, you know, well, I will always state, because I do this every week, that the message I bring you isn't entertainment, nor is it baseless guesses, and here we go again, or remote possibilities. Most of what I deliver is in-your-face reality, recorded facts, or an inevitability depending on our course of action. And for all of you who keep pushing back and saying it's their course of action, no! How many times have I got to say this, people? That's all we talk about. That's all we talk about on this show. How many other shows on RBN do we talk about their course of action? How many other, I don't know, alternative media radio stations, alternative media websites, alternative media blogs discuss their course of action? All of them do. But we do very little of and definitely not in a coordinated fashion, is discuss our course of action. And without a solid our course of action, anybody who pushes back against us will use the fact that we don't have one against us. And believe me, that makes it a lot easier to segregate us from each other and to destroy our coercion, because we have no plan. Do we need to? Again, Roger will be doing a show about that in the near future. And we will discuss not only the what's and the why's, but the how's. Okay, as usual, links to applicable references and articles are always included in the article containing this archive show, which is published Monday on the LibertyBeacon.com, no later than noon central time. So again, the show title, Changing the Rules to Destroy Trump. But we got to lay some groundwork before we get to that point because we didn't just open the door and bam, we were there. No, it didn't happen now. So let's segue into this. As I have stated on many of the shows I've done, America is now ruled, not governed, by the most corrupt and treasonous pack of tyrants in modern history. And that isn't very hard to prove either, people, unless you are a Democrat or a uniparty or a globalist politician or an absolute moron. No, I don't apologize for that because it's absolutely true. If you can look around you today and see the tyranny springing up everywhere and you don't see an issue, then I think the word moron may have been just even too lightweight. There's got to be a heavier hitting word I could have used, but I didn't. When you consider that we have a president that is known to be compromised, this isn't a guess, people. When you consider that we have a president that is known 
to be compromised, not even a guess, by what could very easily turn out to be our enemies in a military conflict. How the hell can this be ignored, people, unless this is the intended path for America's ultimate future? Is this where we are being pushed to? Is this why America has to go to her knees before the rest of the world will accept global governance? Is this what the intended path for America is? And for all of you who would push back against that last comment, try doing a little research on the Biden and Sun relations with certain Russian oligarchs, with certain Ukrainian oligarchs or Chinese Communist Party officials, and then take a look at the money that is passed between those entities or those they represent and the Biden family, or, I don't know, those they represent. What we are looking at today is the White House is so compromised and probably a lot of the people that they have appointed to high-level government positions. We are looking at governance in America today that would make an Orson Welles movie look like a total failure because he couldn't have dreamed up what we're living through. As good as he was, even he couldn't have thought of all the crap being stuffed in your face and mine. And anybody who says, Roger, you're a little on the crazy side, shut this off and go away. Because anything I say going forward, although it's all based on absolute fact, you're not going to understand and you're not going to believe. Yeah. And for all of you, again, who push back against my comments about the Bidens, take a look at their relations with certain Russian oligarchs. Oh, gee, including the wife of the ex-president, uh, ex-mayor of, of Moscow. Um Yeah, Russian oligarchs, Ukrainian oligarchs, and Chinese Communist Party officials. But hey, nothing to see here, people. If you wanted to bring America to her knees, which you have to do for global governance to work effectively, then what would you do? Would you not put in, I didn't say elect, I said put. How many of you know how corrupt, again, and illegal the 2020 election actually was but if you were the global elites and you wanted to make sure that america went to her knees wouldn't you put joe bob and i don't know his family into the white house because they are the most controllable puppets on the planet today the amount of evidence the deep state has that could bring the biden family to its knees in a heart is probably beyond what even I'm guessing and sharing with you today. It would have to be. Again, right now, what means more to the globalist party than anything is having someone in the White House who is totally under their control. When they say jump, Joe Bob doesn't say how high. He says, when can I come down, please? We could sit here right at this point for the rest of the entire show, but that's not what the show is about. Is it helping to lay the groundwork? Yes, it is. So let's continue. With a uniparty, 
Republicans and Democrats following the same path regardless of their constituents' wishes, totaling between 60 and 65 percent of the House and Senate, also known as the Globalist Party, controlling the slow walking of tyranny into our faces, who do we have left to rely on? I just told you that the House, I believe, has 60 percent globalist um, that's how, how it votes. And the Senate has 65%. So if you're talking about representing the sovereignty of America, the sovereignty of your states, the sovereignty of you as an individual, 60% of the House and 65% of the Senate do not agree with you. And the sovereignty of America is in serious trouble, people. This isn't a joke. It isn't a guess. And I will include an article with this show tomorrow that you can read that gives you the statistics that shows you how many people in Congress or in the House of Representatives vote with the globalist, not with the homeboys like you and me. How many people in the Senate and how many people in Congress. And what you will find out is that a majority of our elected leaders do not represent you. This is an absolute fact. They represent a globalist party, a globalist entity, not a joke, a statistical fact. I will include that article for everybody to read when this is published tomorrow. Let's go to the next point. Our government is printing and spending money like it is free. Well over $3.4 trillion in debt, and some economists truly believe America is already at or very near the point of no return, where only a total monetary reset could possibly be the result. This would be a total wrecking ball to America as the biggest, most powerful nation to ever become a failed nation. But yet, we're still giving billions of dollars to Ukraine, which we know is corrupt beyond belief. We're still sending them billions of dollars worth of weapons, a lot of which are being sold on the black market, not even being used in Ukraine. And how many other countries is America supporting with billions of your dollars every single year but we are so close to a failed nation it's insane did you see the globalist is now the largest party in both congress and the senate did you see the globalist saying america is about to go to her knees economically we cannot afford to be sending billions if not trillions of dollars all across the planet we need to save our country economically when did you hear that who heard that has anybody heard that no the amount of money being spent by this government is increasing and we are in an eminent financial failure this is not a guess it is going to happen unless drastic measures are taken drastically soon does anybody here expect to see that or are you will you be agreeing with i don't know those in congress and the senate saying we need to send another hundred billion dollars to ukraine how many people 
our political system is shifting further away from serving we the people and closer to, in many cases already there, serving a globalist caste for themselves and their constituents be damned. And they will be sooner or later because the inevitability of this is the voice of we the people has become extinct and going forward whoever pays me the most money offers me the most favors or doesn't doesn't send me to prison for things that i've done that they know about we are looking right now at a situation where america is so close to being on her knees but yet We have a globalist party, which is a majority of both houses, a globalist party, which is insisting on massive increases in what we give everybody else. All while knowing the inevitability of the collapse financially of America. Not a guess. It's an inevitability. If we stay on this path. That's not a guess either. And if you do any research at all, you will find economists out there screaming, bloody murder. All of this, or most of it anyway, is what the Republican Party has promised to deliver us from. Remember that? They promised to deliver us from all of this evil. But when and how? Because what we are seeing now is not what far too many of us expected. And when you consider the rhinos and the uniparty, the GOP already had only a slim margin, progress back to freedom and liberty seems to be a path strewn with pits and landmines. It doesn't matter who we put into office. Are things maybe just a little bit better? Are things, I don't know, maybe getting a little bit more attention? Yes. But what's going to happen at the end of this year when... Do we have a new president or do we have the same president or should I say the same deep state? Because anybody who believes that Joe Bob runs this country, again, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. And yet there's still enough time with all of this going on. There's still enough time and energy for said uniparty, a.k.a. deep state, to attempt the massive slapdown of a past president, a popular leader. And a serious threat, once again, to the plans of said deep state or globalist party going forward. And who are we talking about? Obviously, Donald Trump. Two impeachment trials. Massive investigations. A raid on his home. Over 100 cases of absolute bullcrap slammed in his face to do all possible to prevent his running or succeeding in running in this year's presidential contest. The latest decision in New York, okay, the $355 million decision, now has businesses in that state deciding to or considering moving elsewhere and abandoning New York because the ridiculous precedent that was just set. If you can use this on Trump and... It's not allowed to be, I don't know, gone over again. 
you know, let's, yeah, let's see if this, if, if we can make this go away. Let's see if we can get this decision overridden. Let's see if we can. But if no judge is willing to take that case, if it cannot move any higher, okay, what are we looking at, people? What are we looking at? What we're looking at is everything that was done to Trump now becomes a reality because a precedent has been set. More on that when we get into the show article, which I have brought, which I usually do for every show. And that will give us even more details. It is seeming that the more desperate the deep state of many iterations, whether you're talking about the American deep state, whether you're talking about, you know, a state deep state, whether you're talking about a global deep state, and all of these do exist. It is seeming that the more desperate the deep state get to stop Trump, the more they seem to be using almost normal everyday or close to it actions or policies to criminalize Trump's very actions, past and present, or maybe even future. Again, the real question here is, aside from the absolute tyranny being forced into Trump's face, how will the precedents now being set or me being put into effect, how will they affect we the people going forward if they are successful in any fashion? How many people will never do business in New York again? Because the possibility now stands out, a precedent has been set, that if you don't do things exactly the way the state wishes them to, or if the state feels that you are in any way a danger to them, you will have exactly what Trump had revisited. So you've set a precedent that now makes it less advantageous to anybody to start a business in New York. Are you listening to me, people? It's not just Trump they're taking down. It isn't. And they're willing to do everything and anything to do it, including taking a wrecking ball to your future businesses in that vicinity. Because if you're a conservative and you go in there and you start a business, what's to keep the same damn thing from happening to you? What? They've established a precedent and a judge. Let it flow. This is what's happening. This is the level of interference in an upcoming election perpetrated by the U.S. deep state, the global deep state, yeah, not a joke, people. The other massive question is, going forward, how many independents thinking politicians will never stand up to represent you and me because of the actions playing out right before our eyes today? Government now being a threatening and imposing adversary if you do not agree to their actions or decisions, the hell with we the people and what we want. Did you hear what I said? The other massive question is going forward, how many independent thinking politicians will never stand up to represent you or me because of the actions playing out right before their eyes today? Government now being a threatening or imposing adversary if you do not agree with their actions 
or decisions, the hell with we the people. How many of you think I just overstated that? Because if I did, then you explain what's happening to Trump. If I'm wrong, then everything that's happening to Trump is a figment of your imagination, isn't it? We are looking at tyranny that is so close to being right in our face today, you can't miss it. Are they daring us to do something here? Because none of this is here. And when we get back from the break, we're going to take this to the next level because I do have an article I would like to present. I've got a few more points I want to make. But I do have an article that I would like to present, which, as usual, focuses down on the actions against Trump and the ramifications. Does anybody stop to think about the ramifications against you and I, what they would call the little people? We'll talk more about it in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Health Simple with Colorado Shioji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories, through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. 
Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. I, I've got to tell you, I, again, I just sometimes get caught up listening to that song, and I'm the one who picked it for the show. And actually, it may have been even been a suggestion from Sam, my producer, way back when, um, when I was asking what I should do and if he knew where I could get a song. So anyway, this is so apropos. If you get a chance, download the words if you don't particularly like them, if you'd rather hear it from Simon and Garfunkel, or if you just want to read the words, which I strongly recommend. And what you will find out is that Paul Simon had a crystal ball 70 years ago because that song is so akin to the lives we are living today that it's jaw-dropping. So if you get a chance, please do that. And <clears throat> let's get back to this show because I do have a few more things I would like to get out before the end. All right. Just before we departed for the break, what I had said is the other massive question is going forward. How many independent thinking politicians will never. Did you hear what I said? Will never stand up to represent you and me. Because of the actions they are seeing, the actions right in front of our eyes today. Government now being a threatening or imposing adversary if you do not agree with their actions or decisions. The hell with we the people and our voice. 
And how many business owners or future business owners will not move their facilities into your area due to the bullcrap that they are seeing play out with Trump? Why? Because a new precedent has been set. Are they, in fact, killing the region's economic future for you and me by doing this? In other words, it's let's get Trump at all costs through the repercussions to we the people. Screw the future of business in America. At least we'll stop Trump. And I could go on and on and on. Can you say totalitarian governance when the government steps up to destroy the life of anybody challenging their power? How the hell do you call that a constitutional republic? Why don't you call that a communist nation? Why don't you call that a totalitarian nation? Why don't you call that a dictatorial nation? Why don't you call that an authoritarian government? Why not? How the hell can you call it a constitutional republic? Stop and think about that, people. Today, when people tell me we live in a constitutional republic, my first answer is we used to. My second line is would you like to help us get back there? Because anybody today who believes we live in a constitutional republic is a moron. Not a joke and not a guess. That's an absolute fact. And I've given you how many pieces of that so far? But I'm going to give you some more now. We're going to jump into an article that was written by Vince Conyer. Right? And the title of his, Jesus shouldn't surprise anybody, the persecution of Donald Trump means turning ordinary activities into crimes. Gee, it sounds like that's pretty much the way Roger was going with his intro. But let's take it a little bit deeper now. Like millions of Americans, and I am talking from Vince's point of view here, not my own. Like millions of Americans before me, I've done exactly what Donald Trump did. And now we're talking about, and this is Roger, what happened in New York and why that is so significant. So again, let me start with what Vince has to say. Like millions of Americans before me, I've done exactly what Donald Trump did, namely sought a loan based on my best estimate of what my property was worth, which is exactly what Trump did. And I didn't look to what the tax assessor said in researching the value. However, as part of the Democrats' lawfare, yes, lawfare, Letitia James twisted a perfectly ordinary act into something evil. Gee, I think Roger sort of prefaced that. And a partisan judge put his, <laughs> put his stamp of approval on her efforts. If it's allowed to stand, the result will be devastating, not just for the political class, but also for normal Americans. That is the opening paragraph to Vince's article. So basically what we're going to do is focus down a little bit more on exactly what's happening to Trump and how the treason and tyranny here, if allowed to play out, you better never, ever, Ever tell anybody you live in a constitutional republic again because you will be stupider than you can imagine. 
in December 2020, and this is Vince again, I had to put my house on the market and move a thousand miles away. Two months before, I'd considered refinancing my mortgage and the bank gave me a valuation of $285,000. That was the bank valuation of his home. I thought it probably should have been higher, but didn't really feel like taking the time to investigate because I wasn't really that worried about it. That changed in December when I was forced to worry about it. So I reached out to a realtor friend and an actual realtor, not a guy with a side gig, and asked him to give me an estimate. He thought the house would probably sell for about $305,000, maybe 315000 tops. Again, I was skeptical. So I started doing my own research. I looked at my community, what was available in my county, and what comparable houses were selling for. I also took note of the neighborhoods, roadways, schools, etc. After all of that, I estimated my house was worth $400,000. I thought I could sell it for $415,000 or maybe even a bit more. We put it on the market for $405,000 and 10 days later, it was sold with the buyers offering $395,000. We eventually settled on $400,000. I was confident, you know, it could have sold for more. But, yeah, circumstances made the logistics of waiting impossible, which is sad because had I been able to wait 12 more months, I would likely, it would likely have gone for about 550000 almost twice the bank's original valuation. All of this to say that if the world of real estate or in the world of real estate, there are a million different factors that go into valuing something. Based on those criteria, there are likely countless different values that can be set on a particular property, depending on how you're looking at it. What's more, values can be volatile, particularly in the high-end markets. What may be worth something today might not be the same thing tomorrow. Real estate, like most businesses, can be unpredictable, sometimes very much so. This makes what New York AG, Leticia James, has done to Donald Trump especially unconscionable. But this is what CNN did to summarize the indictment. Trump and his company used false and misleading financial statements, her lawsuit alleged, repeatedly and persistently to induce banks to lend money to the Trump organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been available to the company to satisfy um, confirming loan uh, covenants and to induce insurers to produce insurance coverage for higher limits and lower premiums. So, Basically, what they're saying is Trump misrepresented. So he must have hurt somebody, right? Okay, let's go on. Reading that, one would imagine that some banks or insurance companies lost money because they loaned money to Trump or that Trump defaulted on them. That didn't happen. Indeed, Trump paid back the loans with interest. There were literally no victims at all, and banks still to this day want to lend him money. But that didn't matter. 
The bottom line is that, according to James, Trump used one set of books for getting a loan and another set of books for his taxes. But anybody who's got a business, but of course, outside of politicized prosecutors' offices, that's normal. That's not actionable. That's not taking a court over it. Anybody who has a business knows that there are differences between the what you add up for your taxes and what you add up for something else. They do not come from the same place. And anybody who uses two different sets of books, I would say that's a majority of people out there. But let's go over this again. Okay, reading what CNN had stated one would imagine that some banks or insurance companies lost money because they loaned money to Trump or that Trump defaulted on them. That not only didn't happen, Trump paid back all of the loans with interest and there were no victims and the banks are still willing to lend him money whenever he asked. So let's take him to court and throw him in prison. Again, Follow-up by him is, but that didn't matter. The bottom line is, according to James, Trump used one set of books for getting a loan and another set of books for taxes. But, of course, outside of politicized prosecutor's office, that's normal. And it's not actionable in court. So what the hell happened, people? Now we go back to him and his house again. And when I say him, you guys know I'm talking about um, the guy who wrote this article, not me. And that is Vince Kanye. Okay, so look, if we need to understand one thing here, it is the fact that whatever happens here is going to have repercussions. And these repercussions won't be felt by Trump so much, okay, because I'm sure Trump and a lot of his business is moving the hell out of New York. New York is going to take a massive financial hit because of what their AG did. But let's go back to him and his house. When I was selling my house, the county tax collector assessed my home at about $200,000. Okay, It had been that way for years. Indeed, it's very common, particularly in red states where they concern themselves with controlling taxes. But a government assessment of the value of a property to be substantially below what it would sell for. And this is not, you know, ridiculously abnormal. That didn't impact what I might refinance it for or what a buyer might pay for it. In those cases, the lender sends someone out to do an inspection and then comes to an own conclusion as to what value it would be willing or they would be willing to assign to the property for a loan. In Trump's case in 2011, the local property assessor in Palm Beach County had valued his Mar-a-Lago property at $18 million, which was raised to $27.6 million in 2021. James indicted Trump because he valued a property at higher valuations during this time, up to $739 million for collateral purposes. She, the one who sued him, claimed the difference between the tax assessment and the valuation proved he committed fraud to get otherwise unobtainable loans. But here's the thing. According to a banker involved in the transaction, 
the bank followed its own guidelines to make the loans. This is their comment. I think we expect clients provide information to be inaccurate. I think we expect clients provided information to be accurate. No. At the same time, it's not an industry standard that these settlements be audited. They're largely reliant on the use of estimates, Williams said. So bankers routinely make some adjustments. To highlight the disparity this past December, a high-end Palm Beach real estate broker, listen to me, stated in 2021, Mar-a-Lago would have been worth slightly more than $1 billion, and he likely would have valued it at at least $655 million, which tells you that everything that was pulled on Trump was again The point here is that Trump was simply doing the same thing that millions of homeowners and businesses do every single day across the country. They make the best case scenario for the value of their property or business while knowing that a bank or lender will make its determination before deciding how much to lend. We are looking at things, again, that happen on a regular basis, a normal basis, thousands of times every single day across this country. And now, all of a sudden, we're looking at a crime that's worth $355 million fine. So let's continue. That's business. Valuations are just estimates, and they can be all over the map in business. In 2000, Spanish telephone company Terra bought the search engine Lycos for $12 billion. They unloaded it three years later for $95 million at a loss of 99%. Conversely, in 1999, Google's founders, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, um, offered to sell the company to AltaVista for $750,000. Google, in 1999 offered to sell the company, Google, for $750,000. George Bell, the CEO, demurred. The company went public in 2004 with a valuation of $23 billion, and today Google is worth almost $2 trillion. So, if you listen to what I just said, in 1999, Google offered to sell $750,000. They didn't didn't happen. Today, Google is worth almost $2 trillion. Again, the point is that valuations are guesses, educated or otherwise, and everyone has their own perspective. James, however, has taken the ordinary element of business and twisted it to try and eviscerate Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Sadly, she may succeed. First, Judge Arthur and Goron um, came back with a guilty verdict. Then last Friday, he fined Trump almost a half a billion dollars. What's worse is that because of New York's unforgiving rules on appeal, he may have to put up an enti- the entire amount before he can appeal. In other words, all of that $355 million in order to be able to appeal. 
America's justice system has been twisted into a hammer with which to nail enemies of the swamp to the wall. Not only have we seen the laughable election manipulation case in Georgia, the ludicrous defamation case in New York, and the on-hold federal election interference case, but now we have the justice system taking normal everyday activities in which millions of Americans regularly engage and turning them into crimes, but only for Trump. But, again, once this gets through, it has set a precedent. And on top of that, the system is set up such that if someone is deemed liable, they essentially must bankrupt themselves in order to be able to seek an appeal. That's the definition of unjust. If this stands, America as we know it is finished. You can't unring a bell. And precedent is precedent. Let me finish it with this. Should Trump lose because of this lawfare onslaught? It will never stop. It won't just be billionaire ex-presidents who will be in the crosshairs. It will also be small businesses who don't support local candidates, big businesses who threaten the elites, and eventually it just might be you and me for having written something critical of something or of someone, thin-skinned, a politician somewhere, or having overestimated the value of our house. Did you hear what I just said? None of that is good for a free republic. What we are looking at happening to Trump right now is something, if we allow all of this to happen, it will change America so drastically. It's insane. It will change how and when you can do business. It will change who you can do business with. It will change if you evaluate something and then you go for a loan and somebody who doesn't like you or you've been, I don't know, calling this Democrat senator all kinds of bad names because he deserves it. And all of a sudden you are being dragged into court because what you valued your house at was $50,000 more than what someone else valued it at? You think I'm joking? I'm not. The precedent being set right now is very dangerous. And there are already businesses in New York that are discussing with, yeah, even with, I don't know, alternative media, the fact that they don't know how much longer they will be in New York doing business. And and also companies that had intention of moving into the New York area to set their businesses up are now saying that is not going to happen. The problem with this is once that has been established, how many other blue states out there, how many other globalist governors out there how many more will take that football and run with it because it can be used to inconvenience you and me at a level that is unheard of it could even drive some people into suicide will they they may never get a conviction dragging you through court for how long at how much of a cost what we're looking at people is America is sitting in the worst place I have ever seen it.
I'm going to read his last paragraph one more time because I really want this to sink in. Okay, This is the way he finishes up what he has to say to us. Should Trump lose because of this lawfare onslaught, it will never stop. It won't just be ex-billionaire presidents who'll be in the crosshairs. It will also be small businesses who don't support local candidates, big businesses who threaten the elites, and eventually it might just be you and me for having written something critical of some thin-skinned politician somewhere or having overestimated the value of our house. None of this is good for a free republic, but that doesn't mean that in order to bring America to her knees, since you've got to take the cowboys of the world to their knees first, anything and everything is fair game. And if they're going to pull something like this out of their sock and play it across the board, it will wreak havoc through the business community in America. And when that happens, isn't that all part of bringing America to her knees first? So that global governance can exist. Haven't I told you that over and over and over again? Can't you see what's happening to Trump turning into a wrecking ball for the rest of conservative and or free enterprise America? Because if you can't see that, you didn't hear one damn word I said today. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most important questions, and probably my last point, is how many people will stand up to be your rep going forward. Thank you for listening. Be back next week. sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 